The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. Why do I need a crown instead of just a filling? Why do we need that fancy gum scraping treatment stuff instead of just a regular cleaning? Can't you do that root canal here instead of sending me to a specialist? I want to get it done here, blah, 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 blah. Wow, these are questions we hear from our patients on a somewhat regular basis. But does the entire team know the answers to these questions? In other words, is your practice clinically calibrated. And that's what we're going to be talking about today on the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. I am your host, Dr. Richard Amato. I'm also the co-founder of the Amato Center for Dental Practice Success. And it's great to be here with you today. If you remember, last week was our 100th episode, episode number 100. And we did something a little special. We had a great interview with Dental uh, Luminaire. Is Luminaire Lumineer? I don't know. Dental Key Opinion Leader. Uh, Fred Joyle, the co-founder of 1-800-DENTIST, talking about how to become super bold. We kind of went off format a little bit, but today we're going to go back on format with some dental chit-chat, and then, of course, our mystery shopper calls. So I am excited. Well, I've been on the road a little bit lately doing some great um, speaking engagements for different dental societies and conventions around the country. It seems like it's finally picking up after COVID. And I would love to come talk to you at your dental organization, your society, your study club. I'll make it easy on you. Um, so check it out. You can send me an email at rich, R-I-C-H, at matto.com. And we can talk about uh, me coming to your organization. I'd love to do it for you. Um, also, I got, I don't know why, but a, a bunch of um, thank yous, thank you emails last week or in the last few weeks about Stacks, Stacks by Fat Merchant. If you're a regular listener to the podcast, you know that I always talk about Stacks by Fat Merchant because we use them for our credit card processing at the Meadows Center, and you should be using them too because they don't charge that nasty overage percentage, just a flat monthly fee, and they're having a Black Friday sale. So go take advantage of it. Go to mado.com slash save, M-A-D-O-W.com slash S-A-V-E and find out what it's all about. You will save money every single month on your credit card processing, just like we do at the Matter Center. It's the no-brainers, no-brainer. Hey, let's get on with it. You know, it's really interesting. Many times I've talked about an office being calibrated. You've probably heard me talk about that before. And what that means is, if a patient asks a question to a doctor or any team member, do they get the same answer? And again, I have visited hundreds of practices, maybe thousands, maybe millions. I'm not sure, but it's amazing how often I see that patients get different answers to the same question, depending on who they ask. It's kind of like if you, you know, a little kid asks mommy something and, and mommy says, no, they go running to daddy because they know they'll get a different answer. Well, we don't want that to happen in your dental practice. But today, on the podcast, I'm talking about a different form of calibration, and that is what we call clinical calibration. And again, this is something that we just don't think of in the day-to-day -day operations of our dental practice, but we on, this is up to the doctor, of course, but we have clinical standards in our practice. 
why do we do a crown instead of a three surface or two surface restoration? Um, why do we do crowns of different materials in different situations? Why do we do, or why do we recommend scaling and root planting instead of, instead of a bloody prophy? Never recommend a bloody prophy. Why do we recommend scaling and root planting instead of a regular cleaning? Um, which endos do we do in the office and which ones do we send out? You know, all kinds of questions like this. These are great questions, very legitimate questions coming from a patient. And I think when those are asked of a team member, the team member tries to handle it as, as best they can. But I found that many times practices don't talk about these things in their team meetings. And it is essential that your office not just be calibrated, which I brushed upon earlier. I think we've done a podcast about that in the past, but this is different. This is clinical calibration, meaning does every team member know why we do certain procedures and certain referrals, et cetera, et cetera, and when we do them. And this is really important because, you know, I've been in offices before where I've heard the doctor recommend um, a crown to a patient and then they leave the room and the doctor says to a team member, well, why do I need a crown and not just a filling? The team member is not really aware what the criteria are and, and she or he may say, you know what, see if you can get a big filling done, whatever. It just leads to disastrous results. Everybody needs to be on the same page. And I think this is really helpful for team members too, because many times um, team members will see that we like the treatment plan for certain um, instances and circumstances, scaling a root planning instead of a cleaning, a crown instead of a restoration, et cetera, et cetera. And sometimes, maybe just because we're all kind of cynical, people might think that those recommendations are profit-driven and Although, of course, we all like to make a nice profit and a nice income in our dental practices, these decisions should not be profit-driven. They should be driven by what is best for the patient. So if a team member truly understands our criteria, why we recommend a crown instead of a restoration, why we recommend scaling, replanning, et cetera, et cetera, then they will see that what we're doing is in the best interest of the patient and not in the best interest in the practice profits. Now, the beautiful thing about dentistry is typically, if we do fantastic treatment for our patients, that will be reflected in the profits of the practice. If we're just not good at presenting treatment or getting patients enthusiastic, then our practice will suffer. But if we're really enthusiastic about the treatment we recommend and we do what's best for the patient, then our practice will prosper. So does this make sense? I really hope it does. I'm not going to talk about this too much more except to say Every single team member, and, and we're not separating clinical team members and business team members here or front and back. Everybody needs to know this stuff. Um, you know, team members who work in the front need to know the basics of clinical dentistry, why we do what we do. And let's face it, they deal with insurance, they deal with payments. So it's just as important that they know these things, if not more important in many cases. So we need to be clinically calibrated have a team meeting, have a series of team meetings and say, today we're gonna to talk about crowns versus restorations, crowns versus fillings, whatever you wanna call it, and really talk about the difference and the different materials used and why we do one thing instead of another. Next team meeting, we're gonna talk about scaling and root planning versus just a regular cleaning versus gross debridement. What are all, gross debridement is gross. There's no question about it. Why do we do these things and when, and what is in the best interest of the patient? So I think you will find that when you do that, team members become better at becoming enthusiastic about treatment. And let's face it, team members are part of the treatment plan and the treatment presentation process. And if they fully understand why we do what we do, 
and that it's in the best interest of the patient's long-term dental health and overall body health, we will become more enthusiastic as a whole about providing fantastic treatment to our patients. Got it? Got it? I'm going to keep it brief today because this is going to lead to some great team meetings and just so important. So let's get our practices clinically calibrated. Along the same lines, let's do some secret shopper calls today. I'm going to ask this question, something along the lines of, um, I've been told I need a crown, but why can't I just get a big filling? Now, we're going to learn a lot more than just if this office is clinically calibrated, but this is an interesting question. Let's just see how these offices handle it. Okay, ready? I am ready. Oh, I'm having trouble getting to Command Central today. Let's go over to Command Central, and we will play our first mystery shopper call of the day. Let's hit it. Ready and training purposes. Oh, it's being recorded. I'm nervous. How can I help you? Is this the dentist's office? It is. What can I do for you, sir? Oh, yeah. I was told I needed a crown on a tooth, but I wasn't sure, like, why I would need a crown and not a filling. What, what's, why would one need a crown and not a filling? It just depends on how much of the tooth has been lost to the point to where you would actually need the crown to go over it. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's it? That's hmm. it. Okay, well, thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. Bye. Wow. I know this was all beefed out, but first of all, she did not answer with the name of a dental office. She just said, like, hello, can I help you? What is with this? Let the patient know you're actually calling a dental office. And, you know, I at the beginning, I again, I'm not sure if this has got cut off on our podcast or I hope you can hear, it, but it was very typical. This call will be recorded for quality and training purposes. Now, when I first started doing mystery shopper calls many, many years ago, I thought that if I heard that, that they would do better because this is an office where they're recording calls, they're doing it for training purposes. Wow, this person is going to be an ace at responding. But I found it seems like there's no correlation between the way the call is handled and the fact that they're recording it for quality and training purposes. So why are you recording this if you're going to let somebody do this kind of call, which, of course, I called. I asked about a crown. Now, this happens to be a mystery shopper call, but why would someone do this? Because it's their hobby. They think it's fun. They're going to call a plumber next and ask about a sink being clogged. I mean, what is going on here? She didn't even come close to saying, why don't you come in so the dentist can have a look? Unbelievable. Somebody called a dental office with a question about a crown versus a filling, and they didn't say, why don't you come in so the dentist can have a look? What a missed opportunity. No information taken, nothing. Click. This patient will never be heard from again. And you know they at least need a crown. So this is at least going to be a $2,000 patient. Down the drain. Total fail, I'm sorry to say. All right. Let's do another one and see what happens here. Oh, hi. I have a question for you. I was told uh, by another dental office I needed a crown. And I... I want to know, like, what's the difference between a crown and a filling? Like, why would you have to do a crown and not just, I can't just get a filling? Well, it depends on how much decay is on the tooth or if it's cracked. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there's a lot of different factors. Usually when they do um, a filling, it's a, it's a smaller area. Mm -hmm. And a so, crown, it's like if the tooth has had a root canal, then you have, it, you know, you have to put a crown on it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much.
You're welcome. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Not a horrible answer, although she did kind of definitively say at the end, if a tooth has had a root canal, you need to put a crown on it. Now, I could have interpreted, this is a, another of the many reasons we don't get clinical over the phone. Um, I could easily have interpreted that as saying, well, if the tooth has not had a root canal, then it absolutely does not need a crown. Um, she started off okay, kind of went downhill with that. But the main thing is, as with the first call, how could you not say to this person, why don't you come in so we can have a look? There are many different reasons the tooth can need a crown. The best thing to do is come on in so we can have a look. This is astounding that so far two out of two people have not even thought to have said that. It, you know, again, you're not the neighborhood dental resource library. Don't offer up clinical information when you haven't even seen the patient yet. Get them in. I, I think my blood pressure is going up. We're going to do one more call because it's going to get too high if someone else does this. I have a question for you. Um, I was told by a dentist not long ago that I needed a crown on a tooth. And I wasn't sure, like, what's the difference between a crown and a regular filling? Well, a filling is usually to, uh, well, it depends what the reason is. What do you need the crown for? I wasn't sure. I thought it was because I had a cavity and, like, there was an old filling there. It could be deep. It could be, um, I don't know, I'm not the dentist, but it could be that it was too deep. They mm -hmm. can't repair it. There could be a fracture. Hmm. Um, so what a crown does, a crown protects your tooth. Um, it doesn't mean the cake can't come in underneath it. You still have to take care of it. But um, I don't know if how deep your filling is. I don't know how deep the decay is if you have decay under the filling. There right. could be a lot of reasons, but, you know, there's different reasons why you need um, a crown. Mm -hmm. There's not just like one. Did they tell you they can't do another filling or? Um, they didn't really say that. They reason. just, yeah, they just said it needed a crown. That's why I, and I, yeah, I would, I would ask them, but I don't really feel like going back there. So I just thought I'd oh. ask no, someone there, else. I mean, it's, it's, it, could have, it could definitely be, um, but there's usually like a reason for it. Uh-huh. You know, um, sometimes the decay is, so if the decay is too far down, um, what happens is really the next step, if the decay goes any further, <clears throat> you would need a root canal because mm. now you're touching wow. the nerve. Ooh. Oh, mm -hmm. I, it pain? doesn't hurt. So yeah, no, not at all. Okay. Not, at all. not yet then. Yeah, not might yet. Be right. Good to way prevent to put you it. from going right. any further into getting a root canal. Yeah. Cause the, the further the decay goes. On a bigger cav on a big cavity, now you're you're coming closer. You know, the deeper they go, they're gonna touch the nerve. Right, right. Well, mm -hmm. actually, Which yeah, then I is think a root I canal and then yeah. a crown. <laughs> well, oh, well, yeah, okay, I, I see. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. I, thank you so much for that explanation. I think I, I totally get it now. It was a pleasure. Okay. All right. Take care. Uh, thanks. Bye. Right, bye. Bye. Well, I got to say, she kind of knew what she was talking about there. And she spoke in layman's terms, which I love. She talked about if a filling's really deep or there's decay under it or there's you know, too much tooth missing to put in a filling, blah, blah. All these things were actually accurate. Um, I, I also like she said something really, really subtle. I don't even know if she did it on purpose, but I like this where she said um, she started talking about root canals and she said, oh, so it doesn't hurt yet. In other words, I, that's kind of a cool thing, leading the patient to think, well, they better get treatment done it's going to hurt eventually. So I, I kind of liked all that. Um, she said a couple of things that were very telling. She said, I'm not the dentist. 
true. I don't know how deep the filling is. I don't know if there's decay under it. I don't know this. I don't know that. Oh man, this was perfect. She was headed in the right direction saying, I don't know this. I don't know that. So the best thing would be, why don't you come on in so the doctor can have a look? But she never went there. She was setting it up perfectly. And then she never went there, never even came close to offering an appointment, never got any information. Two minutes and 22 seconds this call took. Two and a half minutes of my time, of her time, of giving pretty decent information, being nice and friendly, and never even thinking about asking, the, asking for the appointment. Oh yeah, Hilaria, what is going on here? Don't do this in your practice. I think we all got the message today. Your office needs to be clinically calibrated. Um, and if a patient calls with a clinical question, don't start getting even more clinical on them. Have them come in so the doctor can take a look. It's the only way to give an accurate answer. And you get a new patient out of it. Jeez, okay. We better, we better come close to signing off for the day. I'm Dr. Richard Maddow. If you want to get in touch with me, please send me an email, rich, R-I-C-H, at maddow.com. And I'd love to come to your local uh, organization, study club, convention, association, whatever it is, if you have any influence. Um, I've got a brand new course called Six Steps to Total Practice Success. It is fantastic and fun and hilarious and loaded with content, of course. So check it out. Um, send me an email, rich, R-I-C-H-M-A-T-O.com or info, I-N-F-O, matter.com Check out Stacks to save money in your credit card processing and get in time for the Black Friday sale, matter.com slash save, S-A-V-E. And please give us a good rating and tell your friends about the dental practice. Big sirs, thanks so much for listening. I'll pop into your life one of these days soon for the next episode. It's been great hanging with you. I'm Dr. Rich. Bye.